Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 643 of The Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show this week, Darren Day will be joining us to let us know about the production of Chicago that's coming to Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre in the not-too-distant future. going to be absolutely awesome. We'll be hearing from Brown Hills Musical Theatre Company as they have Legally Blonde on the way in November. Also on top of that, we've got fantastic music from Dominic Ingle. You'll know him as boxer and boxing trainer. He is also a fantastic musician and has been up to all sorts in the world of music since he was a, a very young man. That's on the way. Plus, on top of that, we'll be hearing about the crazy races that are coming to Wolverhampton next year, and they'll be raising money for Macmillan Cancer Care. That's all coming up on the show this week. Monday the 25th through to Saturday the 30th of October, see Chicago at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre. There, Billy Flynn, is Darren Day, who's with me now. Hello. Hey, mate. Thanks for having me on. Well, good to talk to you. And, I mean, you're playing a character uh, who was created in, what, 1926? We were talking 95 years old. The musical came about into the 70s, and it is that musical which is going to be absolutely wowing people. It's billed as one of the sexiest shows on the planet, yeah. and it must be great to be part of it. It is. I mean, I, I soon put a stop to it being the sexiest show on <laughs> life. Um, it is absolutely amazing. I mean, th this show would be an incredible show to be a part of at any time, but I think particularly, you know, on the back of the 18 months that we've all had, and, and particularly, you know, certain areas of certain businesses like us, like ourselves, you know, theatre was dark for 18 months. Um, so to, to be working is amazing anyway, but this show is just a joy to do. And Billy Flynn is one of those uh, kind of bucket list things for me, like, <laughs> like the little tick off roles that I wanted to play. Um, I have wanted to play this for a lot of years. Um, they always said, oh, I didn't look old enough. So the downside to this means that I now, I, I obviously look old enough, um, but it's just brilliant. We, we opened in Glasgow um, four weeks ago and, and it was really emotional, you know? You know, no theatre had had, a, we were the first show in there for over 500 days. Uh, and and when, the, uh, when the orchestra struck up on the first night, not only did we, like as as a, as a team um, in Chicago, sort of feel that emotion, but the audience did too. And and it has just been the most incredible four weeks. And I think that you know the reaction that the show gets, it would always get a big reaction. The show because it's an it's, a, it's an absolutely brilliant piece of theatre. But there's just there's a little bit. I mean, it's quite apt that you said sort of in the twenties. Um, that this sort of originated because it feels when you're out there in that auditorium on on stage it feels a little bit like the roaring 20s mm -hmm. you know like must what it must have been like after the war like post-war and you know for us all you know we, we were locked in our houses for a long time and um and i think there's that kind of real feeling that celebratory feeling that that there are there's live entertainment back and it's, it's amazing to be a part of and the songs, I mean, you don't know which one to leave the theatre still singing in your head. You've got so many to choose yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. And it's always lovely to be a part of um, of a show. that I've been lucky, really, with the musicals that I've done, because a lot of the musicals that I've done are those kind of, you know, like Grease and Joseph. They're, they're those kind of summer holiday. They're, they're the kind of shows where 
you know, most songs that strike up the audience. I mean, there were there were nights in Glasgow, particularly at the weekend. It was like sing along at Chicago. It was just amazing because there were certain numbers and everyone was singing in the audience. It was an amazing feeling. And um, yeah, it, it's just it's one of those shows, isn't it? You know, all that jazz, you know, it must be one of the best known songs, I guess, in the world, really. Absolutely. And you've got some of the best known people on the planet performing here. You've got a great lineup, yourself included, obviously, but you must be enjoying the time of your co-stars. I, I really am. And you know. An ensemble is obviously always, you know, sort of paramount importance to any show, but they're very, very much a part of this show, you know, as in like that they, they have character names and stuff. And the ensemble are just incredible, incredible performers, lovely people, as are the amazing principals. Yeah, so we have Sunita as Mama Morton, who's fantastic, such a lovely lady. Um, Faye Brooks, who plays Roxy, and Jelenga, who, who plays Velma. These two girls, you will not find two better performers on any stage anywhere. They're just incredible. Um, Joel, who plays Amos, is absolutely brilliant. Davina, as Mary Sunshine, is like a revelation. I mean, <laughs> they are such an amazing bunch of people. Um, and yeah, I'm loving being with them. I'm loving being back on the stage. It's, it's great to be working again. And I think, you know, the last time I was in Wolverhampton, unless I'm wrong, was was it was the, the beginning of the tour of Hello Dolly. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about 2008. We definitely need to have you back. You, you will have a massive well, fan base in the city, desperate to see you in real life again. Oh, thank you very much. That's so nice of you to say so. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and it's going to be an absolutely awesome show. We know that. We know it is just one of those stage shows that is an absolute have to see. And and what what from this production of it is, is your takeaway? What what really stands out for you? I mean, I, I it, it, it's it's amazing for me because not really since Joseph had I had this same feeling. So like um, when my career began at the Palladium, 1993, 28 years ago. Uh, don't tell anyone that. Uh, but I sat. Uh, in 1991, I sat in the audience for Jason Donovan's opening night at the Palladium of Joseph and thought, wow, what an amazing show. I'd love to be in this one day, not dreaming that I would ever get the chance. One year later, I sat in Phil Schofield's opening night. And then one year after that, it was my opening night. It was like a dream come true. And a few years ago, a, a couple of my mates did Billy Flynn, Martin Kemp and Marty Pello. So I was at both of their opening nights, sitting there thinking, God, love to do this show so it's like to be a part of it is is incredible and what and what Wolverhampton the the wonderful audiences of Wolverhampton can expect is you're just going to have an absolute party in that auditorium because it's just a spectacular show that I would say there's probably I'm not going to say it's about myself because it's been amazing Billy Flynn's but as far as everybody else is concerned the band included the whole team I don't think there's ever been a better cast uh, in in this show um, ever. And so I promise you all, you will have an amazing night out. Yeah, and such great people playing amazing characters. And it's the the fact that these characters are so well written. The songs are just absolutely awesome. It all boils together to to, to be the most amazing production. Yeah, and you're right. It is, you know, the the writing of it is very clever. And, And when, you know, when you've got a part that's been written so well and is so tried and tested. Um, it's, it, you know, the, the, a lot of the hard work's done for you. Um, but Billy, as with Roxy, the, the, there's a fine line with the two characters because they've both got to be ruthless and a bit cocky and a bit, 
But <laughs> if, if the audience don't like you, don't have any kind of, you know, if they don't care about you, then you've kind of lost the battle. So there's a, there's a sort of a, with my character, there's a sort of, I, I have to have that kind of cockiness and that, um, I, yeah, just a bit ruthless and a bit arrogant. But I have to try and be a little bit charming at certain points, just so the audience don't not care about me. But well, the, the charm yeah, will be coming out of wrong. every pore when you need it, and that well, cockiness will be there because uh, it, it's it's all part of knowing you can do the show as well. Let's 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 put it like that. But I mean, it, it's billed as murder, greed, corruption, exploitation, adultery, and treachery. So it, this it, it's got everything, hasn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, it's got everything. And I mean, they say that at the beginning, and they then they say. All the things that we hold dear. <laughs> well, we, yeah. we hold theatre very good. dear, and as we do the uh, the quality of the cast that we have here, twenty fifth through to the thirtieth of October, Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre. Oh one nine zero two four two nine two one two is the box office number. Grandtheatre.co.uk to get your tickets that way, and you can see stars of the likes of Darren Day doing their thing. Thank you for joining us. Thank Break you, a leg. Mate. Have a great run with the show. Bless you, mate. Hope to catch up with you in Wolverhampton. Cheers, mate. Somebody you may not anticipate to have music out there has an absolutely awesome single. It's an indie anthem. His name is Dominic Engel and he joins me now for a chat. Hello, sir. How are you doing? All right? I'm good, thank you. And I hope we find you well. Yeah, fine, thank you. Now, we're more used to finding you training people in the gym. So what's going on? Tell us a bit about your current world. Well, before I was into, you know, I've always been involved in sport and boxing. Uh, and from a kid, you know, about 13, 14, I got a guitar and decided to, to learn to play and, and start writing songs. Uh, and that's what I did, you know, through, through that period from my teenage years and kind of wrote a lot of stuff down and left it to one side, <clears throat> you know, played in bands all over the place, doing cover songs, mm -hmm. doing gigs all over the country. And, uh, you know, the boxing really took off and that kind of sidelined me in the music bit. And as I've got older, I've just found more time. You know, I've got more time on my hands to do stuff. So I've dragged all these things, you know, the lyrics, the songs, the ideas I had from years back and, and started putting songs together. So uh, Sophie Brings the Sunshine was, you know, from way, way back, probably in my twenties sometime. And I just wrote a few lines down, a couple of verses. And I bumped into a guy when you from a local music shop, Steve O'Brien, drummer, mm -hmm. very good drummer. And we'd always used to talk music and I bumped into him in a, in a Costa coffee shop and I hadn't seen him for a while. I asked him what he was doing, how the music was going. And I got this demo of uh, the song, you know, Sophie Brings the Sunshine. And, you know, he's got a very good musical ear. I said, what do you think to this? So he played it, he listened to it and uh, he said, you know what, it's a good song that I, I know a guy who can produce you that song. And, and he, I met up with a guy called Z Kreske, who's a, a musician, an artist, a performer. And he got his own home studio. And we went to his studio, listened to it, and he put all the track together. And, you know, the track you hear now is, is down to him producing it. Well, it sounds absolutely amazing. And uh, I have to admit, when, when we get sent stuff through, you look at who's done it and you think, well, hang on, what are they, you know, they're known for something else. And to, to be you know, so, so big in the world of sport and then to move to music, that is an unusual way of doing it. I, I know we had Diamond Lights from, the, the, from Glenn Hoddle and uh, Mr Waddle back in the day, yeah. but that, it, it, it's, it's not quite the same here. We're talking proper musicianship, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, there's a few people actually knowing boxing uh, or musicians or, you know, uh, playing in it. Uh, so it's something, that, you know, music, sport, it's, it's all crowd-based, it's all entertainment. So 
you know, it's something I did obviously from being a kid and I've always kept, kept my hand in it, but it's like anything else, you know, you, you have to commit full time to certain things to be good at it. And, you know, it just, like I said, that we had a bit of a lull with COVID just before COVID, it, 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 it kind of died down the boxing a little bit. And then through COVID, it just gave you, gave me more time. Uh, to develop ideas and it kind of held everything up because I, I waited really this song should have probably been released last year yeah but we decided to do it uh you know this year and I think just by the the sound of the track it's it's like a timeless track it's, you can't really put a time on it it's, it's, it's guitar music it's it's you know my when I look at my uh my numbers on Spotify the people who listen to my music are like aging between 18 and uh, 35 so it's hitting the right type of, you know, uh, group I like to people to listen to. It's like that kind of guitar music, uh, Britpop, Oasis kind of stuff. That's what I was into. So I'm getting the right audience for it. But yeah, it is a big jump, but it's always something what's been there. You know what I mean? It's always been in the back of my mind. So can we expect an album? I mean, you've already said you've got a lot of songs sitting there waiting to make their way into the real world. Yeah, it's not, not necessarily an album. I think I'll just keep releasing them as singles, uh, so to speak. I think uh, that's the way I'm going to do it. I'm just going to keep dropping a track out every eight to ten weeks and see what the response is. Um, you know, that's I think that's how you do it these days. I know people, big bands release albums, but I'm not a big band. I'm just a solo performer, uh, you know, doing it for... Uh, for a passion, really. So yeah. I'll just see how far it goes. I'm getting a good response. I enjoy it. You know, I've, I've done loads of live gigs back in the day when I was, you know, in my twenties. And I think I'm going to get enough songs together, uh, you know, uh, 10, 15 songs and start doing, you know, little gigs, uh, get back to the live aspect of music. Cause that's what it's all about. Really. You know, it's great having songs recorded on Spotify and streaming platforms so people can listen to it. Um, but then, obviously, to go out and perform it is, is another thing. And I've got a lot, you know, having a gym in Sheffield, quite a, a famous gym. Over the years, we've had, you know, we've had, we've had Liam and Noel Gallagher. We've had Danny from The Script. We've had Def Leppard. We've had all these musicians coming into the gym because they've all, it's funnily enough, they, they like boxing. Uh, you see Liam Gallagher tweeting, you know, about Mike... Uh, Tyson Fury of the week winning. Yeah. Uh, they're all into boxing. Uh, so, you know, I've been down to Metropolis Studios, done a bit of work with Danny from Danny Donahue from the script, been there, seen the big process. It's a fantastic setup. And, you know, but they're the ultimate professionals and how they, you know, we've wrote a few songs together. And the process, it's a very creative process. It's nice to have an insight. And, on you know, I teach in boxing. So it kind of, you know, he's a musician. I'm a <laughs> boxing trainer. And, you, you know, he's so, he's so interested in combat sports and I'm so interested in music. So it's, it's a good connection. Sounds like an excellent marriage uh, for uh, the, the, the two worlds coming together. And to say, it'd be great to see you back out on the road uh, with, with, with the band again. That sounds like it should be very good fun. And uh, do you, would boxers have walk-on music these days? Are you tempted to maybe pen a tune for some of the guys you're working with? Well, I mean, one of the first songs I wrote, uh, it just came to off the top of my head one morning. I was, I was looking at something else and uh, I wrote a car called Fast Car Eddie. Mm -hmm. And it was about the promoter, Eddie Hearn. He's a big, famous boxing promoter. He's probably the, one of the top promoters in the world. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's all about boxing. It's quite a good track. And um, I'm just waiting. You know, it could really be his, his entrance music when he walks into an arena. But, uh, you know, it's there. It's a good song. You'll have to give it a listen. It's on Spotify. 
so I'm not, I've not really any attention to writing boxing songs. You know, it's, we've, we've got the great boxing songs like Eye of the Tiger and Walking in the Hall of Fame by the script. There's a lot of tracks. If you get inspired, if I get inspired to do something, I will, but I wouldn't purposely sit down and try and write one. But um, yeah, you know, it's, it's all good stuff. And like I say, if the live gigs, when we get back to playing live music, get on the circuit. I went to watch uh, Jerry Cinnamon the other day in Sheffield Arena, fantastic performance. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's what we want. We want to get back to the crowds and the music. Absolutely. And uh, we're going to take a listen to, uh, did we just call her Sophie? Uh, uh, Sophie, yeah, Sophie brings the sunshine, yeah. Yeah, we refer, to, we refer to her colloquially as, we're going to hear the, the Sophie song in a okay. bit. Sophie brings the sunshine. But uh, where do we find all the tracks? And uh, uh, Spotify, if you look on uh, Spotify, Domingle, or uh, Apple Music, Domingle, Amazon, Domingle, uh, Deezer, Domingle, it's all, all the streaming platforms you can look on my instagram account which is if you just look up uh, dominic ingle on, on instagram or twitter or facebook it's easy enough to find it's all over there so it's easy enough to find well i mean uh, congrats on what i've heard so far sounding absolutely awesome looking forward to more as you say it's going to be every what eight eight to ten weeks we're going to eight have to ten to... weeks hopefully yeah well, that, that sounds like an absolute treat. Uh, and, and uh, I mean, obviously, it's been a while since Sophie uh, brought that sunshine and, and you put pen to paper initially on the song. Is there anything that we yeah, we know in the background to this that uh, is going to help contextualise it a bit more for us? No, I've seen it's, it's about all the people, you know, you meet people in your life, people come into your life, you know, uh, and as you will know that, you know, they bring things and you, you, obviously the, the business I'm in, I've met a lot of... Uh, influential people a lot of good people a lot of interesting people you know from different walks of life um you know um sometimes you just meet people and they do they do bring a you know not just to my life to there, there is always somebody special in your life who's going to bring a ray of sunshine i think mm -hmm. and that's what really the the song sophie embodies really well dominic ingle dom ingle on all of the music platforms check out the whole of his works this is absolutely awesome sophie brings the sunshine thank you for joining us thanks jason
Legally Blonde is being brought to the stage by Brown Hills Musical Theatre Company. Claire Goodwin, their PR person, is here to tell us more. Hello to you. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I trust the world is good and you're excited about the show. So excited. I think the whole cast, the whole company's excited about it. Well, it is an awesome show. And I know from personal experience that the talented bunch of Brown Hills Musical Theatre mm -hmm. are going to do an absolutely great job of this. And you've got some amazing songs to work with and some brilliant characters too. Oh, 100%. This, this show is about character and about songs and it's just constant all the way through. Pizzazz, show lights, it's brilliant. So. And the, the accents they will nail too, because this is all set in the US, isn't it? It is indeed, yeah. It starts out in Malibu and goes across to Harvard, which I believe is Sanford, Connecticut, if I'm right. So we've got some American accents going on. As long as they sound transatlantic, it'll be fine. They do. They're, we're, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, there's a lot of sets involved as well. So tell us a, a bit about how the whole production's come together, because it's been a bit of a nightmare in 18 months, hasn't it? Oh, gosh, yeah, with obviously with what's been going on with the, the world, it's been very difficult to get everything, you know, off the ground and rolling. However, we've kept going, even though we've had cancellations and things that have had to stop us. But yeah, the set's coming together. Pete Smith's our production manager, and he is working so, so hard um, on doing that. Uh, and at the moment, um, obviously, we can't see it until we get in, which is not long now, in two weeks' time. But we're really excited to see the set. We've seen, obviously, miniatures that they've built, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Um, but we can't wait just to be in there and be part of, you know, the Legally Blonde world. So, well, it's on stage from the 3rd to the 6th of November. Tell me about your venue. Yeah, 36th of November, so we're in the Prince of Wales uh, Theatre in Cannock, which we've been there before, so we can't wait to go back, and they can't wait to have us. So that's really exciting. Um, yeah, just to be back on the stage with, with the local community is what we were waiting for, so... And I think that, that it's part of the community feel about the whole thing, which is, which is a, a nice part of it. But it is proper professional-looking theatre. That's the yes. whole ethos is 100% you know, what's behind it. And you've got people who have been and will be uh, stars of uh, paid stage work in the past and the future. Uh, so, you know, it, it is uh, a, a glorious team to be part of. Oh, it's it's the, one of the best teams we've part of. I mean, I only joined a couple of years ago, um, mainly because I moved to Cannock, uh, and I was like, Do you know what? I need some community spirit, and I found the the Brown Hills Community Theatre group, and they are like family now. So, best decision I ever made. Absolutely, and to say it's all part of bringing a great show to the stage. Uh, and have you been uh, involved in rehearsals? Are you part of the ensemble or anything like that? Yeah, I'm one of the um, principal cast members. Oh, principal as well. You didn't yeah. tell me this bit. No. <laughs> so I'm working very hard. Yeah, uh, I'm playing Margot, so one of the uh, Delta New characters alongside Elle, one of her best friends, you know, mm -hmm. Snap. Um, so really looking forward to that because it's a bit of a comedic role uh, and I'm, I love like, being a comedian, so that should be good. Yeah, but um, rehearsals, we've been all working really hard. We're doing Monday nights, we're doing Friday nights, we're doing a lot of Sunday days all through. Uh, and obviously now that there's only two weeks left, it's ramping up even more. Mm -hmm. Obviously, through COVID, we're doing our best to be very safe as a company for the community, for ourselves. We're making sure we do tests all the time because uh, we want to be, you know, the best we can for show week. So, absolutely, we're going to be up there looking and sounding amazing. Um, oh yeah. That, that, that's a given. Now, that was a given. I wasn't suggesting you had to work at that. That is there. So we know it's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, for, for you, then, I, I have to ask, favourite bits of the show, favourite songs? What, what have you got in there? Oh, God, it's really difficult because it's one of my favourite shows anyway. Um, 
I think it's some of the the show stopping numbers like the Le uh, Legally Blonde remix, which is yeah. near the end of the show, because it's one of the big cast numbers where absolutely everybody's involved, and it's just a roller coaster of a song which just takes you from set to set to set, and everyone's just involved, and it's great, and it's just full of energy. Mm. And, uh, well, yeah, it, and it's a musical which has already made its name for itself, and the film has helped too. Yes, uh, which means everybody knows at least two or three of the songs. And the, but not only are the upbeat numbers, but there's some really meaningful songs in there as well, which have got such a sort of tingly hairs on the back of the neck type moment. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, there's uh, "Take It Like a Man," which is like the song where um, Emmett kind of realizes he wants to be a bit more for L, which is a nice kind of turn on his character. And then you've got L's song where. She, you know grows out of herself and realizes that she's more than the blonde hair that she sees and realizes that and it's it's, it's like a coming of age almost for all of the characters not just l it's a really good development story well yeah i know you're going to be awesome break a leg have a great great time bringing this to the stage and sort of refreshing everybody and making them feel good with an amazing music i mean you, you couldn't have asked for a better musical to be doing at this point could you Oh, 100%. It is so high octane. I think everyone's just been holding it in for the last two years. So it's just going to be so explosive that we just want everybody to come down and watch it because it's going to be such a shame if they miss out on it. Tickets really. are already selling fast. You need to get they in there. They are selling fast, so, yes. How do people get hold of them, the remaining seats? Uh, the remaining seats, the best place at the moment, I would say, would be Posi Tickets. So www.posytickets.co.uk uh, and select, obviously, Legally Bond at the Canuck Theatre. That is the best location for it. Um, and then, obviously, you can go directly to uh, the Prince of Wales Theatre to book tickets also or get in contact with uh, Roz, Roz Smith, uh, who's our ticket secretary. OK, so we can check out the details for that. You can find that on the Facebook page, which is... Brown Hills Musical Theatre Company. Just for that, yeah. Facebook, you'll be there. There's, probably, yeah. there's links to all the other sites that you're sharing things on the socials too, because you're a very social bunch. And if you want to be involved, also check out the details there, and you could be part of the team for the next production. You never know. 100% we have Kinky Boots coming in May, and we still have the auditions coming up for that, so that's exciting, because that's going on from the 10th to the 14th at the Garrick next year so. so that's going to be another big one and a great two two great sure. venues i mean as, as yep. far as staffordshire goes you you're hitting the two big theaters there mm -hmm. yep that's the best places to go well claire have a fantastic time with the show we look very much looking forward to seeing you on stage at the prince of wales in canic and it is all between the third and the sixth of november make sure you get your tickets now thanks again <laughs> Today sees the launch of Crazy Races, which is coming to Wolverhampton. To tell us more, I'm joined now by Danny Phillips and Sarah Belcher. Good afternoon to you both. Good afternoon. So, Danny, first of all, tell us a bit about Crazy Races itself. So, yes, yeah, so I'm actually new to the team. So I've, I've started about four weeks ago now um, as head of marketing for Crazy Races. Um, so, yeah, so as, as you say, Crazy Races is coming to Wolverhampton on the 21st of August. Um, and it's a completely different event, <laughs> something that I'm sure the people of Wolverhampton won't be expecting. Mm. Um, basically, what it is, is we're bringing traditional soapbox derby to the city centre of Wolverhampton on the 21st of August. So what we're, what we're doing as of today, we've launched it. So 40 to 60 teams will be uh, creating and designing some unique, completely different out there soapboxes that they'll then be racing through the city centre of Wolverhampton on the 21st of August. So Sarah, when you're not trying to keep uh, Danny under control, what's your involvement in this? 
So um, I, I uh, own Sarah Belcher Events and um, our, uh, we created um, Crazy Races. Um, we race up and down um, the West Midlands and um, Cheshire at the moment. And um, yeah, we, we decided to, we're, we uh, spoke to Wolverhampton New, um, city, city Council and they um, would like to bring it to the city, to the town. So we're very, very excited to bring it. It's going to be absolutely exciting. So how are these vehicles propelled then? So basically you're building your own soapbox. There's going to be wheels involved, I take it. Yes, basically they are. They're just um, prams <laughs> that, that are embellished. And um, yeah, you just push them down a hill and off you go. So um, it's, uh, it's a bit scary. <laughs> yeah, a bit of gravity involved there. But um, it's a bit scary. It's a bit fun. Um, and it's a lot of engineering involved. And uh yeah, they just um, we propelled them down the down the hill, and uh, we're very excited to bring them to the town. So I'm going to guess, Sarah, you've done this a number of times. Danny, have you been on the receiving end of them of these vehicles so far? Uh, well, I've seen them before, but I've not actually been in one myself. So <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe Wolverhampton will be the time. But it it, it is all exciting stuff, uh, and it, it's all raising funds too. Yes, we'll be um, raising funds for Macmillan. Macmillan is our chosen charity for this this event, and uh, we're working with them. So um, teams can enter, um, and we have businesses, and we have charity slots, and we have uh, individuals and families and community groups and schools that all enter and build their own their own carts and then race them down the hill um, and we try and raise as much money for charity as possible. So I take it there is a, a pilot on this as it flies down the hill? Yes we put with obviously the team has a driver and can potentially have a passenger as well um, <laughs> if you're up for it and then uh, yeah they they roll them down the hill I think they get two runs and then the the fastest 10 get a finale at the end of the day and we see who who runs the fastest down the hill but there's also prizes for um, best group best team um, we do they do a little dance at the beginning um, or a routine at the beginning um, and then um, they're also best design best engineering so there's lots of other um, trophies that can be won on the day it's not just about the fastest Danny you've got an easy job this sounds like it's going to market itself but people have to do you know, will want to get in touch won't they they will do so so as you're saying I think this is one of the big reasons why I joined the company because it's it's an incredible website if any of your listeners um, typing crazy races with a K, with a with a K at the beginning, it'll all come up there. All the details how to enter. Um, but as you say, the the visuals from this, uh, the the pictures we've been using from our inaugural event back in uh, Shrewsbury in 2019, it's just incredible. And the sights we see, and I just think it's going to be incredible seeing these carts come through Wolverhampton. But as you say, as well as uh, the marketing itself through through the visuals, it's the great stories we get through as well. Uh, you know, for this one, as Sarah says, we're, we're partnering with the guys at Macmillan, but we're also uh, doing different events as well. We're, we're doing one actually in Birmingham and Samwell uh, later, earlier on in the year from Wolverhampton. And we're working with the guys at Birmingham Children's Hospital for that one as well. So the stories we, we get from all the all the teams that enter are just so heartwarming and, and just lovely, really. So it's great that we can help them raise money while bringing this colour and life to the cities, really, that we're, that we're going to next year. Yeah, a chance to be a bit creative. 2022 is going to be the year of the crazy race, as you say, doing Birmingham and Sandwell and the city of Wolverhampton. And this is, it, it just sounds like ultimate fun. And it's, it's testing engineering skills. So, I mean, Sarah, this is educational, isn't it? 
Absolutely, and we're hoping to partner with the Wolverhampton University. I mean, I've been in talks with the um, Formula 3 team over there, and they're very, very excited about, about us bringing this to, the, to, the, to Wolverhampton and definitely want to be involved in it. So, yes, and we have a lot of um, educational teams that want to put, um, put in as well. I think Danny was speaking to uh, a youth team earlier that was looking at STEM projects um, for the one that we were looking at in Northwich. So, um, yeah, it's very exciting. And the groups that come forward are, are, are really um, innovative. Um, yeah. So this is going to be huge. It is something that you will want to be part of. How many teams can you accommodate on the day? We're looking between about 50 and 60 teams. Um, and, and we think we can absolutely cater for those. Um, but we're creating a festival, festival atmosphere as well with traders, um, quality food and, and, and drinks traders throughout the city. And we'll have a pit area that is going to be outside the council offices um, and, and, you know, bring all the elements to the city. So it's going to be an amazing day. And a trophy at the end of it, as well as bragging rights. Several trophies to be won. Absolutely. We're going to have a big screen. We're going to video the track. We're going to have live entertainment. It's going to be something that you do not want to miss. It sounds like it's going to be absolutely awesome fun. Go on then, Danny, give us all the details on how we get in touch. So if you want to get in touch, as I say, go on our website, which is Crazy Races, starting with a K. On that page, you'll be directed to a specific Wolverhampton link on that. It's Wolverhampton on the 21st of August, and we've got races happening throughout the day. And as Sarah said, uh, top rate entertainment on the day as well so yeah just have a look on our website enter your team uh, and find out all the information it's a free to attend event so uh, there's fees for the teams that want to be involved but just to come down and enjoy all the craziness on the day it's absolutely free of charge it's going to be absolutely awesome we know it's going to be good fun and the build-up to it and getting the carts ready is going to be you know just another massive part of enjoying it for now sarah belcher and daddy phillips thank you both for joining us thank you thank thanks you very for much. having us That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me back with episode 644 next week. I'll see you then. Ta-ra for now. Goodbye from the mill bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the mill bar. Yeah.